Hey everyone and welcome to Sunday Night's Main Event. We are more than just a weekly radio show. We actually have a whole network of shows that cover the entire world of professional wrestling. From Raw and SmackDown to Dynamite and Rampage to Impact to New Japan and everything in between, we've got you covered. In order to get each of these shows, you have to be a Patreon. And to join our Patreon for just $5 a month, head on over to patreon.com slash SNME radio. This next show doesn't necessarily cover in-ring wrestling, but it covers everything in the world of AEW All Elite Wrestling. From their TV shows to vlogs to the internet shows, Dark Side of the Elite have you covered and chat all things AEW in their show, AEWTF. Join Randy, Eric, Matt, and Uncle Bobby B as they run through the month that was All Elite Wrestling in their show, AEWTF. So if you like what you heard, head on over to patreon.com slash SNME radio. And for just $5 every month, you will get this show and many more. So without further ado, let's get to it. Join the Dark Order. I'm gonna do some real cowboy shit! It's me, Randy, from the Dark Side of the Elite, and today I am with my buddy, Eric. What's up? And via Zoom, he's the one, mm. he's the only, he's magnificent, Matt Roberts. Happy New Year's, fellas. Yes, Happy New Year, and Happy New Year to everybody here on the SNME Radio Network. We got presents today. It's our present day. Well, here's the thing is we missed Christmas, yeah. all of us. Uh, we were all kind of busy. Um, so I, I had actually got you guys some gifts. And I thought now that, it's, now that it's January 1st, in the spirit of reconciliation and moving forward and resolving our issues. Issues? I, well, there's some issues. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought I would get some gifts for all of you guys. So... Without further ado, I want to actually give Randy his first because he's here. Um, Matt, unfortunately, couldn't join us today. Yeah, but we can open them for him. I know. We can show him. He can see him. I yeah, have we, to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah we can definitely so show sick. him to him. But, yeah, um, and then he can, so he can show, show us his gifts to us, right? That is true. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so for yeah. Randy, in the spirit of reconciliation, <laughs> to reconciliation. help out, you know, because I think that, you know, it's time to move forward. Maybe this guy can become your new favorite wrestler. I got you a Sammy Guevara unmatched series. <laughs> <laughs> it's your well, favorite wrestler. It's your Randy. favorite wrestler, but hey, come on. Thank you. Come I on. appreciate I'm playing with you. There is there I is more to the gift though, because oh, I know okay. your second favorite oh, wrestler. Oh great, here we go. <laughs> and I think you can maybe make reconciliation with them. I got you a main feature is 35 of 50. Ruby. 35 of 50. <laughs> Tay Conti. Oh, we're going to watch this burn later. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, man. That's awesome. Wow, great. Oh, man. Great. I'm going to put this on the shelf in the basement. 
And Matt, I also have some presents for you. Thank you, sir. Oh, my goodness. I Look, know, Santa I, Claus came twice this year. Well, I know last time you were here, you were wearing your CM Punk shirt, and you were talking about how much the CM Punk <laughs> and the Bucks are your favorite wrestlers, and it's hurt you that, you know, they can't oh, get man. along. So I it thought has. I would also get you some things, and I also got you the Kenny Omega Unmatched series what? from Champion Kenny. <laughs> Shut the front door. And also, Hangman Adam Page, who also got caught up in the controversy for no reason. No way. <laughs> so he's also there. That's the unmatched Hangman drinking and thermostatting all around. Is he in jeans with a beer? He is. He has actual, he can flip out uh, beer cups or thermoses. There's a bunch of That's them. That's so sick. That's so sick. Thank you so much. Eric. You want to trade? And then. <laughs> oh boy. And no then... way. Sammy's, I couldn't take Sammy from you, Randy. Oh, wow. And then just to, just to, just to level the playing field, I got you a CM Punk UD canvas what? card and a top loader here just for you, buddy. It's him. Bro. It's him choking out. Looks like. Bro. Bobby Fish? <laughs> is that Bobby Fish he's choking out? Is that Bobby so. Fish kick, kicking out at three after the GTS? I think yeah. it is. <laughs> I think it is. So the, that will be your card. And then. Give him the squeeze. Also, just to just to sweeten the pot, just to really make it come full circle, I got you a 176 out of 299 Red Fireworks Cole Cabana. <laughs> so, no way. <laughs> so a man that shares a bank account with his mother, but will not oh share a top God. loader with anybody else. <laughs> all, the, all the main characters from Brawl Out covered there, Eric. That's so awesome, man. That thank you so much. Good job. Correct. That's thank so you sick. Thank that's you, thank so you. sick. And now, and now that I finally got Randy, and I got him good, I did actually get Randy a real present. So, <laughs> in honor of all the hard work you do, I got you the Brody Lee Ooh. Negative One Ringside Exclusive. <laughs> oh, wow. I've been waiting for this forever. Thank you here, Max, no for you way. this year. Yes, there it is right there. Brody Lee see? and Negative One. Yeah. yeah. Come come together That's in a pack. so sick. Thank That's you so much, sick. Eric. I apologize. I didn't, <laughs> you, you knew that was all a joke. Now, Randy does a lot of work for this podcast, and I felt bad ribbing him. And I thought, he this is something he wanted. He had his eye on. So I thought, you know, let's get him something good. I've finally <laughs> seen it in person. I haven't seen this one in person. I've seen it online. You know I've wanted it over a year, so I really appreciate you. No problem. But man. don't worry, was, I thought about you guys as well. <laughs> uh -oh. I say it was good. It was going to be a Preston Vance, but you know, after everything that's happened, you can't really do that anymore. Yeah. Well, or should I call him? Or should we call him Pero Pelagroso? <laughs> which, which translated from Spanish means dangerous dog. <laughs> which, in, which in Spanish means a whale's vagina. But I guess I guess we'll start off with Eric and first. In spirit of last year and your thoughtful thinking into the gifts that you got me, especially the first one, yeah. I got you turmeric. Is that turmeric? Two. Two. Turmeric. Yeah, it's two. better. It's upgraded. <laughs> it's upgraded. It's better for Tumeric you. Turmeric returns. Yeah. Turmeric returns. Turmeric, Eric. It's like Tumeric, one. Eric. It's like toucan or threekin yeah. or taken. No. <laughs> My favorite of the it's, taken. It's the it's only no thing problem. that. Didn't we to, to figure out on an old episode? It's the only thing that rhymes with Eric. Just yeah, but pretty much. No, but it's turmeric. That's how you're supposed to say it, though, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, remember I screwed That's, it up yeah. last year. I said, do you have turmeric? And they're like, no, it's called turmeric. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but you think your gift from Eric was great. I went 10 times fold on what I got oh you. Oh, my God. He, right? did. he did. He really, he really So I went hard. And you know, they don't even make this action figure. So I had to go out and get them custom. And I couldn't buy one. I couldn't buy two. But I got ten. Ten. <laughs> no, ten. no, 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 yeah. That was well, the minimum limit. Was... <laughs> ten of your favorite wrestler 
Your favorite action hero. If I can find him, find him. <laughs> I got you 10 hook action figures. No. <laughs> 10 hook action figures. I can't know. They're very, they're very, very tiny. Yeah, they're very, very tiny. <laughs> as you can see them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they that can, terrific? They also come with lures. Actually? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, look. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, for everybody listening, You're I'm trying to see on the camera what it is. That's so sick. Ten hooks? What's better than one hook? But Ten, ten. hooks. Come on. Yes. Right. You're welcome. You need ten, ten bottles of the hook lotion. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. No problem. <laughs> You're welcome. So that's all the gifts we have today. That's it? No, yeah. no, no. That's it. No, in... um spirit of this and i know how much i've been teasing matt for the last like four <laughs> or five months um you know because we have, i own a store now yeah and have uh options to get a certain not a big deal or something i was able to go get him what the heck <laughs> but wait is that autographed bret hart yes it is in the white but wait there's more Dude, not <laughs> one, but two. Birthday, bro. Dude, that's so sick. As long as you like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. We need to put a picture up of this uh, on Facebook or Instagram so anyone listening to this can go see it. That's an amazing autograph, Bret Hart picture. Yeah, we can get like. I think Ooh, what though. we'll do is we'll post them maybe on our Instagram or something. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I have yeah, to yeah. drop these off at your house anyways. So maybe, maybe no, like, it. or like when we meet at work or something, I'll take a picture and then I'll take a picture today with Randy with all the stuff and then like me. Yeah, for sure. The <laughs> listeners need to see uh, this stuff here that you're handing out, man. These are some great gifts. Especially you guys are tumor, unbelievable. Tumor. Thank yeah. you so much. It's just, man. it'll just be me and the turmeric though. <laughs> <laughs> and then for Eric. Oh, there's more? Yeah, there's more. Sorry. <laughs> you don't just get that. Yes, okay. here you go. Yeah, okay. you try to get me. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I appreciate it. No problem. Oh, oh, sick! That is sick. Awesome, sweet. That is and the champion Cody ringside exclusive, the TMT champion. No way. So that will go greatly with my LJN Cody up on up on the up on the second rack there. I know it's hard wow. to see from here, but I have a whole bunch of figures all over my wall too. That is awesome. Thanks, man. No problem, dude. Wow, it's what, a, what a very merry dark side of the elite Christmas yeah, this is. Go. You know what I mean? There we go. There's just figures littered all over my floor, by the way. There's and walls now. <laughs> it's starting to look the like the store. <laughs> That's it. Uh, look at the store. Don't forget these for Matt, eh? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, make sure he Yeah, to put up all the hooks. Yeah. <laughs> make sure Hang them up on your wall there. You know? <laughs> yeah. Put a little shelf. Oh, yeah. But yes, I hope, sorry, I had a drink there. <laughs> I hope everybody had a good, uh, happy new year. And uh, Merry Christmas. All of us here from the Dark Side Elite want to wish it to you. All the best in 2023. Trust me, there is a lot of news to come. Not just with us on uh, Dark Side Elite, with the whole SNME network. And to everybody on the SNME network, like Joe, Dan, and Mike, Boris, Matt, um, the new Matt Standard, everybody else. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all the best in 2023 as well. So well I guess, said, Ren. Should we get this started of this december episode matt let's do it fire it up this is awtf what the heck is going on with matt roberts all right boys another month of aewtf this time for december of 2022 and 
what a year it has been in AEW. And I kind of wanted to start the month off uh, or this episode off by asking you guys kind of maybe what was one big thing that kind of stood out for you and for like AEW for the year of 2022? What, what's like one or two things that really are going to be the most memorable thing for you guys? So I got one in mind for me, if you wanted me to start. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys got some for me, for me, like, it doesn't feel like it even happened this year, but the whole CM Punk run that he had through early 2022, the first half is still probably, it's probably going to go down as one of my favorite, like, one year like runs like in wrestling history honestly him coming back and the matches that he had specifically the feud with mjf and getting to he- uh, hear his entrance with afi coming out at last year's uh it was revolution right yeah, yeah. it was the dog collar match yeah yeah for me that was like the highlight of 2022 like if i could get past all the negativity of uh, the brawl out and all that stuff it was really fun to actually get to watch him wrestle and have some great feuds uh, for the first half of the year I, I know for me it was the um Mox's championship run this year. Mm. He had he had a lot of amazing matches, a lot of uh dream matches, I would say in his in his books, I would think, right? Like you know what I mean? Uh wasn't him and Suzuki this year, you know what I mean? Like uh he got to finally have his dream match with Tanahashi at Forbidden Door. Yeah, exactly. And like a match know- <laughs> that was supposed to be CM Punk, but with the injury, Moxley got the slide into that. Yeah, and honestly, he, he always said, "Yeah, sorry, go ahead." No, I was just saying, unfor- and as unfortunate as it is, everything that happened with CM Punk, it did kind of help Moxley sit in a in a lot prettier of a spot, I think, on the on the AEW roster and get him a lot more shine. I think, honestly, for sure, Moxley's yeah. got a good uh, case for Wrestler of the Year. Mm. Yeah, most of them. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm going to switch up a little. I'm going to say the the run of Daniel Garcia. I don't know why the abrupt stop. And uh, I like that Jericho thing, but that run that he had with everybody, I guess, definitely. Didn't it seem a little weird how, like, after that whole story of uh, will he or won't he stay with Jericho, he kind of just went back to Jericho and it kind of just... The Something story just kind of restarted a little bit, Yeah, right? it's either long-term, long-term storytelling or... But I did enjoy it up until that abrupt stop. Like, again, we can't... Like, the highlight, like, as the low light, I guess you can say, of the year is that press conference... But for sure, to me, to me, I don't know. I think there's much more to this. So I've been listening to a lot of pods, anyways, as of late. Might as well just get it off the bat. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with this CM Punk? Is CM Punk going to come back? Everybody is wondering because I'm listening to all the pods, even on the SNME radio network, and mm. everybody's saying he's not coming back. Do you think you, you do you think you guys is he going to you going to see him again in AEW or no? I mean, I'm I'm one that likes to be positive in situations like this as a fan because I want to see him come back like so badly. And the only like the real sliver of hope I have is if anyone's listened to Dax Harwood's new podcast, FTR, he does with Matt Kuhn. He t- the first episode was all about CM Punk, and he really made a plea for Punk and the the guys in the elite to all kind of come together, bury the hatchet and do business because they're like i think everybody knows how awesome it would be if you could get cmftr versus the elite right of course and uh and dax harwood i think had a photo on uh his instagram or something like that where it was said similar sentiments like let's let everyone bury the hatchet and move on wouldn't that be the best thing to do and cm punk commented underneath it duh I said, yeah, it would be, duh, it's the best course of action, ideally. Yeah. But then you had Meltzer saying that Jericho said something to him about, 
he told the locker room that they would never, they would make sure CM Punk was never allowed back. But like, who knows what to believe there too, right? So, so it's so complicated. What will it happen? Uh, long answer short, I guess I'd say hopefully, but I don't know. I don't know. To me, I think if, it, if it's going to happen, <laughs> Matt, listen to this scenario. And a couple of people have actually said it online. I got myself well. all twisted around. I'm good. <laughs> but listen to this scenario. And I've heard it. I, I thought of it and um, coming back to it. What if what's happening in a week or two? What match is happening? Kenny versus Osprey? No. No. Oh. Um, think AEW. You have, <laughs> uh, sorry, Young Bucks, the Elite. Game seven. Yes. What if they're about, just literally about to win the match and climb the music? And guess where they are? Guess where they are? Escalera de la Muerte in yeah. Los Angeles. That's right. Los I mean, Angeles. <laughs> imagine somehow they're about to grab those belts. And I did hear this off somebody else as well, so I'm going to credit and them. And Shaq reappears finally no. after disappearing. <laughs> as oh, they are in L.A. Oh. And as they're reaching, a song comes on in the background. Yes. That would that would definitely give me a a pop and say like it would be the best story ever. In You're talking if our if our uh, in, intro music started playing. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's Randy. <laughs> it's like, it's Randy. Hold on one second. Yeah. One second. <laughs> well, <laughs> Randy, I hear what you're saying. The only thing that makes me think it might even be too soon is because he still had that tricep terror or whatever, like that real injury in the match with Moxley too, right? So I don't even think he would be back from the injury yet. It was four and a half, four four and a half months ago. Early. Four and a half months ago. You could probably do the angle even if it's not. I, yeah, right. Man, that would be so sick. I hope you're right, but I feel like this. Look, he's excited now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. This is, this is but it's back not going to gonna like happen. It's not going to happen. No. I can't. No. I he, wish. I hope. But Years then he ago. comes out, though. He yep. comes out, and then he challenges Kenny by pointing to the WrestleMania sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, if that happened, and hearing it, and uh, Busted Open did uh, say that as well, and there are other sources saying that this could happen. There's not a better ultimate scenario, and mm. he would get over as a heel. He's going to be in L.A. They're oh, all yeah. going to boo, just like the Bucks got booed in Chicago. His, if, if he does come back, though, the people are going to freak for him, though, the first, oh, first yeah. time out there in front of the crowd. Oh, it would yeah. be the best. You can, you, the storyline would be incredible, right? Coming and you could do all it all year. All year. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. revive FTR and give the answers. Because there's no oh. way no way FTR is going to WWE. I don't care what anybody well, I was going to say, here's the next monkey wrench in this whole scenario is there's a lot of rumor that FTR, even if they don't go to WWE, there's even been rumor that they won't re-sign with AEW and maybe do indies or Japan or kind of control their own thing well, a little bit. Well, see, here's think, the like, thing. It, well, so that's why they, maybe they've been dropping all the titles. Yeah, that's what I was saying, because I, I found it weird that they dropped the AAA titles. Uh, I don't. I mean, th I guess, when do they defend them? Pretty much on pay-per-view, that's it? No, did you hear what would, happened? Oh, let's Randy, let's... I was just say, would you think it has something to do with WWE going into a relationship with AAA? Because they just got Dragon Lee signed to NXT, and if AEW and AAA don't have that working a, a relationship, I could see like uh, them wanting to take the titles off AEW talent. Yes. So that no, that's sort not necessarily all of it, but uh, multiple sources have recorded part of that. Yes, exactly what you're saying. 
but also, I guess, the talent of AEW demanding things. Like our buddy mm. here, Sammy Guevara and Tay. Tay demanded... That's Sting. Don't point to Sting. No, Talk no, to I'm sting pointing like up to the, the thing. Up the, oh, here. Sorry. So, as of late, um, at the recent uh, tapings for the AAA, they demanded certain things. They wanted to her own stylist and everything else like that and they said no and they stripped them of the titles as well and they said we get the- you a stylist randy yeah, we- <laughs> look at me look at look at the, you know the trace budget? tracy does your hair <laughs> <laughs> the budget is ridiculous on this podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, between randy's stylist his coke handler yeah <laughs> coke the drink coke the drink, coke yeah, the drink. Yeah, thank you <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, there's a whole bunch of different rumors going around about that. But imagine, so FTR, I don't think it would go to F- uh, WWE. FTR would stay well, and do like less dates. And why not? There's no way they're going to do a WWE schedule anymore. Even with New Japan, they can already do I it. I can't so. see WWE's tag division being anything that they really want to be a part of either that not much. Right now, anyway. It's just the schedule. The schedule. Unless, they, unless, yeah, they had Cody's got his like ear to the ground on some stuff maybe they would could do for them or who knows over there right yeah but the, the one thing i wanted to backtrack quick on the take conti thing was did you hear tony khan apparently pulled her from the show because one of the performers had covid and then conan on his podcast was all upset that they pulled tay and wondering why sammy had to get pulled too because sammy wasn't used on the aw show Oh, okay. So Conan was, was apparently pissed off about all that too. But apparently COVID was one of the reasons like they, uh, Tay Conti wasn't at the show too, apparently. Yeah, but that's Conan said, it said about the demands as well. In that exact that's same true. article. Yes, just, yes, that's yes, the yes. exact same article yeah, too. Not to so. say the other thing didn't happen either, but I just thought that was yeah. one other part. Because apparently Conan was saying this is like two or three times they've missed uh, yeah. shots, if you want to use that term. And asked for demands, so right. I don't know. But yeah, no. Overall, good month. What did you continue, Matt? What was what? What would you like to start with? With the month of December. For for me, I think one of the top things to talk about has been the ascension of Ricky Starks. I don't know what you guys think about that, but I think Ricky Starks is really yeah. Do the pose, right? <laughs> He's got it all. Like the back and forth that him and MJF have had on the mic, that's yep. really elevated Ricky Starks. Uh, like up in my view as like a main eventer more than even any of his matches could just because it's hard to get one up on someone the caliber of mjf and he managed to go toe-to-toe while keeping that perfect edge as a baby face without backing down or being like a heel at all kind of like he played that role perfectly going against mjf i think even and like better. ricky starks <laughs> yeah even better like, than honestly MJF. Yep. I thought right, I thought his and- promo against mjf was fantastic i wasn't really expecting mm. that from starks honestly his promo game is usually it's not weak, but it's like, you know, like it's it's not miles above like MJF or guys like that or Moxley who can just go out there and just command the whole crowd with one sentence. You know what I mean? So and a lot of like Starks his first year or two at AEW, it's kind of been lower on the card, lower in the card feuds were like not getting like two minutes, three minutes in the ring with a microphone where it'd be like quick, like 12 second backstage little like interview that they run all the time. Right. So he hasn't yeah. really had the platform to shine with some time and focus really on him at the top of the card. And I think he's doing great with it. And I really hope that I, they don't like uh, cool him off by like leaving him off the show for like a month or whatever. But I feel like AW really has like a solid, like 15 dudes at the on like, and, uh, and girls on the card that are really focused on now. It doesn't seem like there's as many people kind of shuffling in and out 
yeah. as often as it maybe used to be at one point. There is uh, one funny fact about that MJF and uh, and Ricky Starks match. Was it Ricky Starks who used to wrestle in MLW? I know M- yeah, MJF them, yeah. did. Yeah, both of them You're did. Both. Yeah. So they had a match probably a couple years ago in MLW. And mm-hmm. it was literally like move for move, very similar to the match that they had at AEW. Oh, they brought, brought back. They brought back the same bits yeah. and stuff like that. It was a great match. Don't get me wrong. It was a great match when it happened. Then it was a great match on a on Dynamite. So I'm not. I'm not complaining. You know I'm not complaining. Yeah, it's just I, funny. Just like just funny. I could, yeah, I bet you they're probably like you know what. More people haven't seen the match no. than have. So like it was worth it to bust out their good stuff. I guess. Of course. Of course. But um, yeah, another uh, guy I think was a standout for all of 2022 and maybe could be considered the best signee AEW had of 2022, and that's Swerve Strickland. Oh, his uh, what's his new what's his new <laughs> yeah Swerve's house? What's his new faction called again? That's, oh, uh, I'm the mogul, a brain mogul affiliates. Yeah, but I'm gonna be honest. I get Parker Parker Boudreaux or Bordeaux or Bordeaux. whatever. Yeah, Bordeaux. Yeah, I get his look, Bordeaux. but that other guy. That looks like he picked that guy up just like hitchhiking home from prison. Who the Quack. fuck is that? Guy? He was a baseball what? player, right? Eh? He was a baseball player, really? like a top second a round draft. Player? Yeah, he was a second round draft pick. Um, Did he baseball. have all the tattoos? No, no, he didn't at that time. No, he didn't. Um, I forget his name because we don't have it right in front of us. But uh, yeah, he was a second round draft pick in baseball. So yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't think the last the last uh, vignette I saw Swerve said like I'll let you guys know who this guy is real soon or whatever. Have yeah. they unveiled his name yet? They yes. did. Yes, they did. In the new, did they on Rampage? No, because uh, no. they had a match on Rampage and they were up, they were ringside and his name wasn't even on the title card. I was just say his his debut when he showed up. Like that was one of the more awkward debuts, though, because he was just this giant dude yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> and like, who was it that he attacked again? Oh God, uh, I can't Keith remember. Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah Keith, Keith Lee, Lee yeah. right? Like he was hitting Keith Lee and then doing like a like a Brock Lesnar taunt, and then hit him again and do like <laughs> another Brock Lesnar taunt. He kind of seemed like he forgot what to do or seemed kind of awkward out there at first. So the debut kind of was a little flat for me, but and nobody I liked knew. to see and nobody Swerve. Knew. Yeah, no one knew. Who he, again, it was like the Cole Carpenter. Cole, Car- his, Cole Carter. Cole Carter. Cole Carpenter. Cole Carpenter. <laughs> uh, un- unveiling off, off, off uh, taking the Sting mask off, and everyone's like, who's this guy? It's like Nicole so it's Carpenter. Like, it's a, <laughs> Nicole <laughs> Carpenter. Oh, my God. Smoke another one. Grandin, but uh, Sir Strickland's new stable member is Grandin Gutzman, a former professional baseball player who has been training for quite some time in preparation for his AEW debut, and that's by Wrestling Inc. So thank you, Wrestling Inc., for that. Well, you know, professional baseball players do have a history of turning into great professional wrestlers. That's true. Ooh yeah. Oh, I thought Cincinnati you were talking about Veer Mahan. Oh, <laughs> a million dollar arm, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, but I think uh, it's safe to say we can expect big things for Swerve in 2023, though, regardless, right? He's got his own stable now, and he's got, like, a great, like, heel, evil, menacing vibe going right now. Oh, yeah. He's kind of, he's at the top of AEW's plans, I'm sure, for the new year, right? Poor Sunny Kiss and uh, what's his other name? Just Swing J. What the was trust his name? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Vi- Slim J. Not Violin J. Slim J. <laughs> Violin J. the guy from ICP. Yeah. Why did I think that? Slim J. <laughs> now they're locked. <laughs> Those guys are screwed. Think yeah. <laughs> the big guy's gone. Another th- piece of news that I heard was uh, Sting has apparently kind of 
got his uh, rest of his career mapped out in a way. If uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but I, did hear about I think this. Sting Sting has made it known that he's kind of got an idea of how he wants the rest of his wrestling career to go. And uh, we've seen, I think, the beginning of it here with Darby Allen and him. I don't know if you saw the promo of them with Tony uh, Schiavone catching them on their way out of the building. Yep. And Darby saying he wasn't sure if Sting believed that he could beat Samoa Joe for the TNT title. And then Sting just went off on Darby. You're slapping saying him like around. You, yeah, saying you got to <laughs> believe in yourself. Keep that chip on your shoulder. So I don't know if uh, Sting and Darby have made, do you think they do a split and have a match? Or does this ultimately culminate, I think, in maybe a tag match of the two of them together, like fighting side by side one last time, maybe by the end of the year, something like that? I can see the final match being Sting versus Darby, but I can see them definitely having a match, a couple of matches together. I don't think Sting's wrestling after this year is what I was gathering from that. Yeah, another year. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, right? Yeah. They're mapping out like his last big storyline. So maybe maybe gonna, full and gear. It's gonna involve him and Darby. Like, you know what I mean? But maybe yeah, like full be. gear is his end is the ending match is the the big match will be Darby versus Sting or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And maybe mm-hmm. that would be a good one to even do a cinematic match, even. That would be pretty cool to go out on a cinematic match for sure. And I think I think uh, Tony Khan recognized too that there's some chemistry here between Darby Allen and Samoa Joe because they had a killer match on Dyn- I think it was Dynamite yep. in the month, right? Yeah. And uh, that got a really great reaction from the fans and the underdog story that's so easy to tell here between like uh, Battle Hard and Refuse to Die Darby Allen against just a killer Samoa Joe who maybe we could transition to what he's done with Wardlow after this, but I think Darby and Joe is a great program to do for that tnt title and uh, i think the tnt title is in good hands with the king of television samoa joe right now too 100 so, uh, right I, i'm a fan of all the as as we've, as we've been running down what's been happening in aw like i'm i'm liking where a lot of the top titles and programs and the guys involved right now I feel like it's really strong plus not to mention now it frees up wardlow to uh Beat the crap out of MJ. <laughs> Take his title from him. Get that redemption. Eventually. Eventually. I mean, Not right now. Wardlow <laughs> just got beaten and embarrassed pretty bad by in all sides by Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe just cut his hair off. Yeah. Wardlow, yes, but Samoa Joe's a big boy. Don't forget. Wardlow <laughs> got a build after 2022. That's it's, it's actually kind of disappointing. I wanted to see Wardlow in a different spot going into 2023. But uh, like 2021 we could have said Wardlow was going to be the next big thing but this is like this is this is a lot of hits that Wardlow's been taking this year unfortunate because I actually like I like Wardlow better than Samoa Joe as a TNT champion and especially mm. when he was crushing everybody at that one period of time he beat up 20 security guards man 20 <laughs> yeah. security guards Samoa Joe only um, could beat up 15 like what what is the sense there but now he's lost think... his man bun. How many can how many oh, no. can he beat up now? Oh, I guarantee no. you that drops to at least five. Oh, there you <laughs> go. That, that might be part of the idea for a fresh 2023 is a new look. Wardlow's like, I'm shaving the hair, new look. Because in all honesty, if you look at 2022, like you were just saying, Randy, the way Wardlow was going into 2022, he seemed like he was going to pop off and be like the next big thing, right? Mm. And honestly, I think 2022 was an overall disappointment for Wardlow. For whatever reason, like the booking seemed to really cool them off. Like after beating MJF and winning the TNT title, like he kind of like went into 
feuds with like the factory and like yeah. lower like jobber feuds and, and stuff security for some guards. reason, right? Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. You just beat MGF and you're beating up security Him guards. Fighting for the next Cole team. Carpenter or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Cole Carpenter. And Samoa Joe has totally taken advantage of him the last little bit since uh, taking the TNT title from him too in that triple threat. But uh, I, I think maybe uh, Wardlow is looking to reset with a new look, a new attitude in 2023. But uh, for now, I think Samoa Joe is killing it in that spot still. And uh, another guy that was in that TNT title uh, pitcher was Powerhouse Hobbs. And something AEW has been doing uh, a great job at is putting together some video packages and stuff for character development. And the stuff they've been doing with Hobbs, I think, has been great. And it's exactly something that like some of these newer characters need. Well, so that's a good transition into what you say, the powerhouse Hobbs. So I don't think Joe's going to have the title for long. And do I think Darby's going to be the one to take away from Joe? No, because I think that has something to do with the Sting thing. So I don't think he's going to succeed from Joe and the Sting thing's just going to snowball. But the mm-hmm. guy that I think that could beat Samoa Joe and put Samoa Joe on that, that run for MJF is powerhouse Hob beating him. Like, if you're going to give a title to anybody and it's not Wardlow right now, give it to Powerhouse Hobbs. He has a big, big following. Like, I'm yeah. talking, like, a big following. So why not? Why not, after Darby, Powerhouse, be the year Powerhouse Hobbs? Because, again, um, there's a lot of backing for him. So after Darby, I think Powerhouse is the one for Joe, and that's when Joe's going to lose the title. Yeah, totally. When they split Team Taz and Starks and Hobbs had broke apart, like, I was kind of upset at first because I love those two together. But you can see here the potential that each one has as like an individual standalone star, right? Mm. They've both kind of branched off and have been doing their own stuff. And like at first it was a little shaky with the feud they did against each other. It was didn't really hit the mark. But uh, since then, I, I think the 2023 is going to be a big year for Starks and for Hobbs. Yeah, both. And it's good. Dif- different, it's good. different parts of the card, but still, yeah. It's good. A uh, big thing that happened in December 2 was the Ring of Honor show. Yes. Did you guys watch that? Do you have any big thoughts on that? We saw Claudio uh, regain the ROH title from Chris Jericho. Yeah. Wheeler Yuta regained the Pure Championship from Daniel Garcia. Yep. And Tony Nor getting the, a TV the deal. Dog- yeah. <laughs> so going yeah. back to Claudio. Yeah. How long did it, we talk about uh, Tony Khan potentially getting an ROH TV deal and it ends up just being Honor Club coming back 10, yeah. 10 bucks a month or whatever? <laughs> That's why I think something obviously happened and then. Uh... Couldn't Probably, get the time slot, I guess. Couldn't I get the know. times or day or whatever. It doesn't make a difference. I would have put it on after Rampage if you had to. But uh, if they can't get it, then it only makes sense putting it back to Claudio. Jericho doesn't need it. It's sort of like, see, that's that's another disappointing thing. You're right with the ROH, but there was no sense of Jericho really getting that title now. So it almost like devalues that title to me. It did. The end game yeah. of, of winning that title was supposed to be Jericho like representing it on, on a tv right as the right. first champion and then it kind of fell apart and it was like oh well but it devalues yeah, I guess it we, does it make sense I'm, I'm i got tired of seeing all the ring of honor stuff on AEW tv myself like i don't know like i just kind of did it like the show felt so scattered with just so many different belts and different companies and but in turn we can speak probably one of the best matches of the year was on that card too though 
with the Briscoes and FTR. Oh, I thought you Unbelievable. were going to say I thought you were going to say the uh, dog collar match. AR Fox and Blake Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Blake Christian and AR Fox. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was actually excited for that. Okay. Except he didn't come out to Sleeping with Sirens, so that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we did see him the week was it the week before it we saw him? It was literally yeah. the week yeah, before, the week before. We literally watched him watch them wrestle Prince. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, Blake I, Christian's I, on this." Yeah. And then apparently I didn't he just fight Air Fox and uh, Air Fox after this? I, yeah, yeah. I want to come back to Air Fox and Top Flight after you just reminded me of that. Oh, yeah, 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 no problem, no that. problem. Air but, Fox is fantastic. He's been yeah. like a bright spot in the last couple months. How the hell are we switching to Air Fox when we're talking about Briscoe? Oh, yeah, 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 no, FTR. continue, continue. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Again, what did I say it was, Randy, before you watched it? Seven star without the Tokyo Dome. Oh, yeah. Great yeah, match. Yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. Don't let me take away from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, that match to me probably was the match of the year. Like, uh, to me, anyways, I thought it was just incredible. That's we got two amazing dog collar matches this year. Yes. Who yeah. would have guessed that, right? Yeah. Dog but, uh, collar. The, the, we haven't yeah. seen that for years. It's the 80s all over again. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Cody, Cody brought it back with Brody Lee there a couple of years ago. That's right. right. That's right. But uh, yeah. yeah, since Cody, we've seen it a lot. A lot. Oh, Punk was... and MJF was a classic. And then, yeah, yeah F- out of the three FTR matches, the dog collar one, you think that was the best? Because and, and it's hard to pick because all three of the FTR versus Briscoe Brothers matches yeah. were just unbelievable and could make up three of the top five matches of the year, like on, on oh, a yeah. ranking, right? So I so I thought it was better than the the last ROH match they had, but the GCW match, I would say, was on par with this one. Mm-hmm. Like that GCW match they originally had where they won the titles was fantastic. I never even actually seen that one. I only seen the ones they did on the ROH shows. I wish I did. Yeah, the first one in the 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 dog collar was probably the best for me. The other two, it's not that they weren't any good. They were just like a blend. You know what I mean? So right. the other one, sorry. The other two. The other one. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I think this sets up a nice rubber match though for their next pay-per-view. Yeah, where the Briscoes win again. Where the Briscoes probably win again, yeah, unfortunately. Because <laughs> yeah. they're they look like they're gonna be the face of ROH tag teams. It'll be hard one. to top that dog collar match if they it go is. for the fourth one. It there, is. Yeah. I have faith. Johnny Gargano. That's so, so FTR, whoever they wrestle, man, even the Briscoes. Like yeah. I've always loved the Briscoes. But uh reminded me of the Champa Gargano. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody they wrestle, the story is great, Dox is great, so on and so forth. So but the that Bristol brings brothers us... might be, I was just saying, they might be the two scariest mother efforts like oh, yeah. in wrestling. <laughs> if I had stood across the ring from those two guys, yeah, oh, man, yeah. that's part of what I like about them so much. It's like they have that look too that you do not want to mess with these I guys. Wish, I wish they could go in AEW, that's all. Yeah, I know. Can, I we, really do. can we talk about another great match from this card? It's definitely not on the same wavelength, and I know you're going to get upset about it because no, <laughs> I'm bringing it up right after that. But Athena versus Mercedes. Anybody actually like yeah. that match or just me? <laughs> I've been a fan of Athena. Athena's yeah. been kicking ass. Yeah. I no, I thought no, that was good. honestly a great match. Like um Mercedes, I don't know why dyeing your hair blonde equals face, but that was <laughs> what, what happened with her because I liked her way better as a heel, but I guess you can't have two heels against each other. It doesn't make any sense, right? But, but <laughs> since so so Athena on that pay-per-view, I don't know if you heard it, and it, give a shout out to uh one of our favorites here. She goes, people have taken me differently since I wrestled Jody Threat in Toronto. If you remember yeah. seeing that promo on that. So that's a big shout out to Jody and a big, I guess, uh, acknowledgement, which she is right, 
right? The crowd, it's not the crowd has turned against her, but they're making well, her a heel. Cornette and a bunch of people went on like a rant online saying how she was unsafe and reckless and dangerous and all this stuff, right? See, I didn't think that either. It was a good spot. I know, but it was yeah, a good spot. just started piling on to that yeah. that narrative, right? Yeah. But it it kind of kind of propelled this match because uh, like I didn't realize the history between those two as much. I always, I mean, I don't know why I always forget this, but everybody came up through the Indies, so why wouldn't they wrestle each other, right? You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, but when I see it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. They know each other. <laughs> they mm-hmm. were roommates, you know, like shit like that. But the progression yeah. of Athena is like a, a like a brute brawler. Mm-hmm. Heel that, that at that progression was good, and Mercedes then sort of turning face in one match as yeah, well. Yeah, that was but, weird. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. It's good for both of them, especially yeah. Athena as well, because the the women's division in total like uh, definitely needs to be revamped to me as well. Jamie Hader great as uh, as the top person, but it's it's getting kind of dry to me, anyways, in the women's division in AEW. I I happen to. Th- still think it's probably in the best spot it's maybe ever been in though because i think the top yeah. the top wrestlers in the women's division right now are really solid tony storm baker jamie Hayter, willow nightingale's getting in that mix now saray is there now i and uh potentially whoever this mystery opponent uh partner is for saray at the la show against baker and Hayter, should we just come out and say who we think it might be do you think it's going to be sasha banks or is this going to be a, a thunder rosa return over under on how many bank statements are thrown out. <laughs> mm. she, she's apparently trademarked like M- Monet Vernat Vernado. Is it Mercedes Monet or yeah, something like Mercedes, that? Mercedes yeah. Monet. Yeah, yeah she yeah. trademark trademarked a new name. Yeah, let me look at it before you guys talk. Mal- Mercedes Molinado. <laughs> Mercedes Monet Mercedes. Yeah, no, I I I hope it's her because I like okay. That'd be awesome. She's not my favorite out of the entire revolution, but her work, like when it comes to like, like just on the mic or like star power, like actual charisma is fantastic. And you, yeah, you have Britt Baker, but you need somebody else other than Britt Baker to cut a promo. You know what I mean? They're having like really struggling with stuff like that. And it's just another top girl for that division to have the mix of like different matchups. Right. So it doesn't get stale too. I think she'd be an amazing addition and bring so much star power to AEW. Yeah. But because she's gonna be on the New Japan Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom, oh, I don't she? know in what capacity. Know yeah, <laughs> I don't know if who she's wrestling if she's having a match for sure because I don't think it's announced exactly what she's doing yet. Or am I wrong about that? Do you know, Rand? Um, I do know that she was a. I do know that she was a free agent as of uh, New Year's, like at midnight. Yeah. So it's already running rampant that she's gonna be at New uh, Wrestle Kingdom in a couple days. And uh, most likely going to be signed to AEW. That's what it seems like. Rumor mongering here right now. But I think it would be sick to see. Because if, like, Soraya's partner, if it, the only other choice I could think of would be Thunder Rosa making a return. Yeah, I don't, I don't know I don't if know that's what happening. Else, though, I don't right? know what Because it's hyped up as a big surprise. So I don't know what, like, what it would be. It would be if good if that. it, the best, the best possible outcome would be Sasha, of course. A hundred percent. Thunder Rosa kind of makes sense, but I'm I wouldn't be that excited about that one. Penelope Ford. Yeah, yeah, like you know what I mean. If it's like the bunny, it's like oh, cool. <laughs> well, as per Bleacher Report, she arrived in Japan four days ago. 
So, <laughs> so that's I'm just looking up right now, right beside Eric. You can see. Hey, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> He's really stuck in the Jamie spot today. Yeah. So how I do you See, I don't know if Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet or whatever would would do. I I don't. If I were her, I'd only do an appearance deal, like per appearance for big shows. Yeah. I wouldn't have her weekly on a like appearance deal. I don't know. Maybe that's mine. what both sides want. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that would, that would work Definitely for everybody. Possible. Like a Brock Lesnar type thing, where you can go mm-hmm. to New Japan, like, you know what I mean, and then go to anywhere that she wants. So, but it definitely makes an impact, right? So, it definitely mm-hmm. makes her showing up on any card will definitely uh, surprise anybody. Hope so, though. Her and Paige, or Soraya, or whatever her name is now. <laughs> Soraya. Sorry. Yeah, Paige is locked in her basement, all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Dr. You gotta Dre. get used to all the new, yeah, all the new names. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the, but even I'm with... in the closet, too. So when we're talking about that, like, again, to me, I know you guys are excited about the women's division, but, like, to me, Jamie Hayter, like, don't get me wrong, people are behind Willow, Willow Nightingale, but you don't see them enough on a dynamite you don't see them they're, enough they're in the same segment right before the main event every week right yeah. The yeah. same yeah and it's five well, minutes long i will shout out that jamie Hader and hikaru shida had a kick-ass main event of right. dynamite yeah. last week too yeah, that was right. actually a badass match and like that really uh held up its end of the bargain for in terms of being a kick-ass match that's main eventing the show and shida and Hader did a great job too yes. so that that's part that's of what was given me more of a positive feeling about like the women's division too, is that here's your champion having a kick-ass main event level match and it not like, I don't know, tanking the ratings or being a flop or, you know, it was just like full of botches or something. No, it was really, really good. Maybe 2023 is the year, right? Yeah. Maybe. Hope so. Madison Reigns uh, champion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Coming in 2023, well, Velvet Sky. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, maybe it'll be uh Kara Hogan. <laughs> oh, Rosemary. Yeah. I'd like to see Rosemary. Yeah, I'd, like to, I'd actually like to see her. <laughs> like that'd be huge. Say Ma- Madison, Madison Rose. Oh, Mandy Rose. Mandy <laughs> Rose. Rose. Madison Rose. Madison Rose. <laughs> uh, cut that out. <laughs> He's like on the uh, dollar store fan page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, she's making a half a million bucks a month or whatever. Apparently. Yeah, we know a she's week? on. We know a she's week? on your yeah. roster, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be good. That'd be good to see. See, that can elevate it as well, right? So, with all those names, but yeah. But okay, moving on from there, we have a game seven. After six hotly contested matches, we have the Elite and Death Triangle tied at threes with Game 7 coming uh, at the uh, LA Dynamite in the yes. Escalera de la Muerte. Yes. Escalera. Is going to take the championships. The hammer. The hammer <laughs> with the hammer. My hammer. <laughs> that was uh, that was still the funniest thing by the way. I I know I'm going back to it, but the Toronto shows Every single per- actually, I think it was just me and Matt. Now that I think about it, in our section, just the entire time. Don't blame him; he's a bastard. <laughs> he doesn't know who his parents are. <laughs> but no, yeah. What can we say about it? Every match has been great. Like definitely young buck matches, and I don't know. I've enjoyed it all. I really don't want it to end. But you guys already know how I want it to finish. So. I think that would be the I, perfect. I don't. Finish. What? What do you? What do you? What how do you want ta- it to finish? I told you. We just talked about it at the beginning of the show. 
I want to see CM Punk and FTR screwed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I remember now. Matt's yeah. like, what? <laughs> but yeah, I want to see him, CM Punk and FTR to screw it up. I don't want to see the elite get the titles. Mm. But, you know, you guys know I'm big marks with them. Big marks with them. So I, I, I think don't care be a who wins. Story. I just like the story that they're they're always telling, right? It's, right. Yeah. It always branches from the, however this ends is going to branch off into the next part of whatever the elite story is, right? They have their own little universe they work within, right? Death Triangle has been a big part of it for a long time. Yeah. It doesn't matter who wins or who would be the next to step mm-hmm. up. House of Black? I think, yeah, that seems to be, right? Because they had Malachi Black like telling Brendan Cutler, that your friends are part of the reason of this company's in the shape it's in after they put them through a table or whatever, right? Yeah. It makes sense that that's a badass trio team to challenge for those belts next, right? And that would be good against, like, Penta. Either side. Yeah, well, either side, but I think the triangle would be a little better for them because it'd be, like, dark and dark. I guess. But, I, so, in your in your world, though, this splits off the elite against CM Punk and FDR, yes. right? Because that's how... <laughs> there's no. So there's... say, if CM Punk doesn't come back, though, where what where does that leave? What are you talking about? They lose? <laughs> what are you talking mm-hmm. about? I'm just <laughs> hypothetically speaking here. Well, I I, I think it's uh, Death Triangle versus uh, House of Black next. So I see Death Triangle taking the series, no matter what, because there's no way they're gonna lose three in a row to me. Mm-hmm. Only, only Death Triangle wins. And say, <laughs> say that does happen. Like, Kenny's doing his match with Will Ospreay, and I would like to see Kenny go back to the world title mix eventually, too. An MJF oh. and Kenny Omega program, what does that look like? I've never even thought of that yet, really, right? That's a while and down I, the road, though, I think. Yeah, but I would also like to see Young Bucks as a heel group against the Acclaimed. I think that could make some good yep. matches, too. Yeah, that'd be fun. If they but, wanted to go back in that tag title division as well. But, but I think uh, I think for, there's too much invested in the elite right now for them to do any singles, and it actually will keep Kenny, like yeah, he's doing the Will Ospreay match, but then he can do like these one-off match quarterly. That's why I think they probably win the trios titles because yeah. they are such a focus like that. So should and we, we could be we're like, on air? Should we do a bet? If anything, it would be smarter for CM Punk and FTR to try and screw it up, but the elites still win. <laughs> and then you have a best of seven against CM FTR. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's too quick. That's too quick. No, too no, quick. no, You no, need no, a no. story, Bill. Another best you of seven. Know. You, you got to get the dream <laughs> matches of out of the way because you never know when it's all going to crash and burn again. Yeah. Yeah. Get to the good stuff. Yeah. So are we going to make a bet right, then? Let's Cody make a bet. Punk. Between who, who okay, do you guys that, pick? So, Matt, I, who do you I pick? I think the elite's going to win. Eric. I say elite. All right. So I will triangle? pick Death Triangle. On on so, the stipulation that CM Punk comes back. No, no. <laughs> I'll still pick Death Triangle. Never mind then. Yeah. All right. Loser has to do what? Let's think of something. Oh, you want to do something like that? I was just going to put my evil Uno on the line. I have one. Oh, well, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which one do you want? You look up. You want that Cody LJN? You got it. <laughs> Not the Phoenix Auto. Take your eyes off the Aubrey Phoenix Auto. <laughs> Okay, the, the, lo- the loser's got to bring the Young Bucks' favorite sandwich, a Wendy's double with no cheese. Ooh, no, that's good. I that's know good. the perfect thing. So you guys can you know the me. order, right? You know the order, yeah. right? <laughs> I know the perfect thing. <laughs> if I win, you guys have to do a promo, yeah, a minute and a half, okay, with Eric acting like Sammy G, and Matt acting like <laughs> Take On too. 
I'm not kissing him. And no, no, no. This is audio this only, folks. <laughs> Cutting a promo why you should still have the triple R titles. All right? Oh so I, okay. a minute and a half. But you have to be all in character. Minute and a half promo. Okay. So that's if that triangle wins. Now you guys can pick And, and if, if the elite win, whatever you guys want. Gotta do, Randy's got to do a promo as Daniel Garcia saying why Sammy Guevara is the best teacher that any wrestler could ever ask for. Oh. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Deal. 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 Oh. Right, deal. I'm, okay. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Everything is on the line. Game seven. We'll have to start the next episode with it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So listen next month. Starting the episode will be the promo of the yeah, winner of this go. bet. Uh, Last thing I wanted to touch on before the end of the month is the AR Fox and Top Flight winning. What was the $300,000 triple threat multi-man invitational battle royal? Oh, yeah. What was, the, what was the name of that battle royal? They had the trios battle royal. I think that's the name. That was of it, wild. It? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the lot of money battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money grand, trios. That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, top flight is gonna get a big push, and it's nice to see uh, Darius Martin back. Like he's but was in that car accident, was messed yeah. up for so long. Like him, Dante, and Ar Fox are a pretty sweet trios team that could get in that trios title uh, picture eventually too, right? Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing, I cannot like stop this. Like if you look at my notes, every single time they wrestle, like top flight or um or just top flight in general. Even I think Darius Martin had a match when he came back, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Against Moxley. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. literally, top flight is now whole again now that Darius Martin is back, and I hope he stays. I know I know he could get in an, in, in another accident or he could have, you know, Knock more injuries later, but I really hope he doesn't because yeah. literally Dante Martin was – they tried to really push him for his own program where he was doing something with uh, – oh, my God, who was he with that he was trying to sign to? Was it the oh, Leo Rush? No, oh, Leo Rush. Leo yeah. Rush. Yeah. And then he did the Rick, uh, the Taz group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to join Team Taz too. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like they really tried to push him on his own, but he is not complete without Darius Martin. No, he honestly. doesn't have a personality. Yeah, he's really young too. He's only like what twenty years 20, old, yeah. and he yeah. doesn't have a personality. So the sky is the limit. No pun intended <laughs> for, for those for those two. Oh, yeah. I think there'll be feuds but, coming up with the acclaimed and everything else like that. Now the yeah. guns are out of the way. Now I think but, it's probably be with mm, them. And the guns are killing it too. That team is taking it to the next level. It's such an obnoxious <laughs> heel tag team. I I love what they're doing too. They're not better than the acclaimed, bro. <laughs> no, no, but they're but they're those are two homegrown teams. I always bring that up with with the acclaimed and the guns. But to, that, that's two homegrown acts that have really yeah. like matured. Right as a as acts and claim, great teams. Claim bringing out Karen Jer- Karen Jarrett. Uh, Karen, <laughs> Karen Angle, sorry, Karen, Karen Angle. Karen Angle. I like Karen that. Jarrett, yeah. yeah, yeah. The music video the Acclaim did, they hit it out of the park. It wasn't oh, yeah. as good as two grown men going through a goth phase. No, nothing again, will ever top that. Nothing yeah, will nothing ever. will ever top that one for me. But the Acclaim killed it again with the music video. Yeah. Actually, hold on. There was two lines in there. That had me laughing, and I think I'm still laughing about them. Let me pull them up here. One was the Karen Angle one first. The Karen, Karen Angle was funny. I didn't write that down, though. Sorry. Just two grown men going through a goth phase. Yeah. I can tell you what it is, but Oh, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. Okay. Double J, you a double A-hole. Yeah. <laughs> that one's great. <laughs> that one's great. Or uh, you're the worst Jeffrey since Dahmer, which is 
Not oh. only topical, but very offensive. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my two favorite things, topical and offensive. Mm. <laughs> so, well, I can tell you one thing. That video was better than any Ryan Nemeth <laughs> fucking segment on hey, YouTube. Hey, <laughs> Sorry, but we'll learn more about that you in the next wanna, segment. You wait till Unrivaled comes out with a Ryan Nemeth figure. <laughs> right. You're going to have 15 on your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Ryan Nemeth stuff this week, so we'll have to get into that. For we sure. will. We will. And that's in our next. Oh, no, not that's that. Not. That's not. <laughs> Coming up next. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. There's one last shout out Hook and Jungle Boy. That's a sick team. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Whatever. We will never <laughs> forget Hookhausen. Hook, Hook Boys. Let's put a WWE name on it Hook yeah. Boys. Hook Boys. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, no, that's pretty good. Jungle Boy is doing good. Hook, put them on uh, the next level. Yeah, they, I want to see Hook next They've show. handled Hook great. They've really just brought him along slow, yeah. right? They haven't, like, exposed him or put him in a position to look foolish or anything yet. He's they the guy that could take the title off, Joe. Why not put elevate him? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Halfway through it's, the year. Yeah, I think they're doing it nice and slow. I don't think there's a need to rush it, but no. I yeah. think slowly but surely they can build him up into that into that level, right? I think he'll, I think he'll <laughs> win it once he beats Big Bill. Which yeah. is the worst nickname yeah. of all time for uh, Big Bill, yeah. <laughs> for Big Gas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's he hasn't been able to hit on a, a new name right since losing nah. Big Gas. It's yeah. been a little all over the place. He you looks can't... like an absolute freak show out there, though. He's just a monster. Yeah, you can't teach that, though. You know. You so. can't. Teach that. <laughs> and congratulations yeah, to him. Just choke slam. I think everywhere. his uh, his fiance is the interviewer at the back. Is it Lexi Nair? Oh, that's really? Yeah. That's, yes, I yes, think so. That's, yeah. that's his new... Uh, congratulations. Fiance, congratulations. Wow. <laughs> um, before, do we have time? Can I mention one last thing before we move on? Sure. I wanted to mention, I think a big thing to look out for too for AEW is the new look they're going to have in the new year. Like visually of Dynamite, they have a whole new graphics and like color scheme and, and apparently there's going to be a new set as well. Uh, AEW hired former WWE... Michael Mansory as the new senior vice president and co-executive producer. Okay. And this guy was essentially like uh, the uh, Kevin Dunn in training that yeah. like WWE brought oh, okay. along forever. And so from what I gather, and I, it seems like it's the case, like this guy is going to have a real positive influence in the production and look and feel of dynamite and AW moving forward. And I've even already kind of noticed that yeah. the show's, already feeling like they're flowing together a little bit more and not rushing in and out of segments as much and even when they're doing like the next week's rundown of the match cards it almost feels like they've already told excalibur slow down a little bit and they give <laughs> tony shivani like a tag in to do like a run like that so did you notice I think too? it's already paying dividends and it's a real positive change yeah and it's funny you say that because i watched the camera angles last week's dynamite and rampage and if you notice, the angles have changed. Like, you know what I mean? When they're filming in yeah. the ring and that, yeah. is yeah. it was different. Like, there's, you had the hard cam or whatever, the regular ones, but they had this, like, side cam type thing. Yeah. That made it look, like, different and cleaner and good. So, yeah, you're absolutely right on that. That's a good point. They mm -hmm. got a decent, what you call it? If, if the guy knows angles and you get a decent AD or something like that, it can it can make a huge difference on your product, That's honestly. Right. Right. I'm always a big fan of how like the wrestling shows look and feel like it's something like I'm excited for because I freshen up after all these years. Like not to say it looks bad or anything like that, but it's uh, I'm excited to see what changes uh, come about. That's great. That's great. Well, that was this month 
December 2022 in AEW. It was fun month and it's Christmas, everything else like that. So coming up next. Oh, hold on. What? Before we go. Pump the brakes. Two two years. Rest in peace. Mr. Yes, Brody. Mr. Brody. Lee. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Got him right there. Thank yeah. you for that. Sorry. All good. Mm. We did. We did. We. It's just I noticed it because we we did the negative one in Brody Lee thing earlier. We didn't yeah. see it then. But I apologize. I but two years rest in peace, Brody Lee. Uh, definitely the division hasn't been the same without you. Definitely the TNT Championship hasn't been the same without him for sure. Like that feels like yesterday, man. I can't believe how quickly time goes. I know. I... Yeah. So that'll bring us to our next segment. It's Uncle Bobby B with shits and hits. Let's talk about some good guys. Okay. Let's talk about the troops. This is Uncle Bobby B, baby. You're listening to Shits or Hits on AEWTF. All right. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Happy New Year. This is Shits or Hits. My name is Uncle Bobby B. Thanks again for being with us here today. Appreciate everybody who listens and tunes in and cares what we've got to say here on AEWTF. And of course, thanks to the boys for having me. Hope you've all had a great 2022 and looking forward to a great 2023. But let's get into it. What's been great? What's not? AEW has been pretty busy this month. And first off, let's hit something that's in the hits column. I'm talking about Action Andretti, Chris Jericho. I thought that was fantastic. Apparently the story goes. Jericho saw Action Andretti thought, I really like this kid. I want to put him over. Went to management and said, hey, I'm going to put this kid over. And that's exactly what a guy like Jericho should be doing at this stage and point of his career. He should be keeping an eye out for these younger guys, getting them over. A lot of people comparing it to the X-Pac Scott Hall situation or Razor Ramon, if you will, back in the day, but thought this was a great thing from AEW. Like seeing stuff like this, want to see more stuff like this. And uh, again, firmly in the hits column, Ricky Starks, really seen him come to the forefront this month and really been enjoying his work. Always been a fan. Uh, when he signed at AEW, was really hoping they'd do something with him. They had him as part of Team Taz. He had a couple things there, but uh, liked his feud early on with Darby Allen and really enjoyed his match with MJF and the buildup to that, even though it was. Uh, not that long it was still a great build-up and it kept me invested in the program so uh, big big hits column this month for Ricky Starks how about that Rick Ross segment because now we're moving into the shits column and good god that was one of the most painful and terrible segments AEW has ever done it it was great to see Keith Lee kind of break character for a little bit when Rick Ross looked at him right into the microphone and said use a big motherfucker Uh, on TV, of course, that doesn't fly, and uh, we had Keith Lee doing the uh, the hand motion to the neck, like eh, eh, eh. that's that's no good. Uh, how about the the lack of pop for Parker Boudreaux when he came out? Of course, Parker Boudreaux, former WWE, he was released uh, at, from NXT. Uh, he came out as part of Mogul Enterprises, I believe it's called. Oh God, come on, guys, we can't do anything better than that. Uh, yeah, the, the crowd was absolutely dead uh, when Mogul Enterprises made their debut. Just zero crowd reaction. It was a completely cringy segment. 
uh, putting me to sleep, wasn't feeling it, so if you haven't guessed already, that one's going firmly in the shits column. And of course, we've got the best of seven series. I've actually been enjoying it. Uh, I think it was pretty clear from match two that it was going to go the distance to seven, but uh, I don't know. I can watch these guys work all day, and I've really been enjoying it. I've heard some people not feeling it, but... uh, I don't know. I have been enjoying it. So I'm putting that in the hits column personally. And if you don't agree, that's fine. You can hit me up on Instagram at the real Uncle Bobby B and tell me what your problem is and, and uh, I'll, I'll hear you out. I'll listen to you. But before I, uh, I head out, I'm going to talk about something that's absolutely in the shits column. This is a big one. And if you don't know who the SAT are, that's the Spanish announced team, a.k.a. Los Maximos, Jose and Joel Maximo. Uh, They made some appearances this year for MLW. Of course, I do an MLW podcast with George McKay from Straight Talk Wrestling. Uh, MLW Rewind, you can check that out. But the SAT have been around for over 20 years. These guys have have appeared pretty much everywhere. They've done some WWE enhancement matches. Uh, They had a great match against the Briscoes this year in GCW. They've been an impact. They've been our They've been just about everywhere, and they are the OGs, the originators of the Spanish fly. And wow, Serpentico and Angelico coming out and announcing their new thing, the SAP, that is the Spanish Announced Project. And Los Maximos have been extremely vocal on social media about this, and I can't really blame them. This is some pretty blatant thievery. Uh, from guys who've who've are decorated independent wrestlers have been all around, and it really seems like they just kind of took their gimmick without any uh, any permission, anything like that. So, Los Maximos did announce on social media this week that AEW has reached out to them, but it wasn't Tony Khan; it was one of his boys. And they do not want to speak to talent relations; they want to speak to the man himself. So let's hope that Tony Khan uh, steps up and gives those guys a call because this is extremely disrespectful. Uh, I know that wrestling is a business where you steal things, and if you're going to steal, steal from the best, but this was uh, blatant thievery, and I cannot blame Los Maximos whatsoever for being upset uh, at this this uh, stealing of their gimmick, if you will. So that's going to wrap it up for me this month. Really hope that Tony Khan reaches out. Would like to see some resolution to this, but thank you for joining me. This has been Shits or Hits. Thanks to the boys at AEWTF. Hope you've all had a great new year. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at the real Uncle Bobby B. And that's it for this month. Take care. Adios. Thank you, Uncle Bobby B, for your hits or shits this month. You hit it right on the head, I think, this month. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like I haven't talked to Bobby about this, but I feel like because we record ours separately, but he always seems to hit on the same points as us. It's like we're it's like we're telepathically linked. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like he knows what I'm gonna say before I say it. <laughs> I love oh. the energy Bobby always brings. As soon as I hear him, it's that radio voice coming in hard and heavy hitting oh, yeah. right off the bat. Not to mention those sweet, sweet Job tracks. Job well done, back. Bobby, as always. Yeah. <laughs> and this month, though, I'm surprised he mentioned the certain things that we didn't mention. Yep. So we'll talk about this off air. <laughs> All, right. All right. But um, let's get into YouTube theater. What do you say? Yes, let's get started. Indubitably. This is YouTube Theater with Mr. Eric Reed. All right, welcome back to another segment of YouTube Theater this month. Uh, 
to be honest, I have mostly only been looking at BT this month. Uh, that's just personally my, the way I've been feeling about the wrestling uh, YouTube world this month. Uh, I'm sure next month will be completely different. <laughs> There'll be some other stuff, but right now, the big news for me is BTE. Um, and I did want to get into a new segment that's been going on on BTE that's been great this month, and that is Garcia. And, well, yeah. not necessarily Private Party. It was Private Party the first month, but just Garcia and Cassidy <laughs> doing this uh, NBA on TNT uh, rundown well, of this. Well, you know what happens? Seven. If if you disrespect the elite, you don't get to come back to work. <laughs> 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 that seems to be the thing that happens, right? That, what, that was the best one. The one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they do film it probably themselves, right? Mm. But, um. Darcy and Cassidy are amazing at that. I know they're them doing like their in-depth analysis of the best of seven series is so great. It's, it's supposed to be like Shaq and Barkley on like NBA on TNT, right? Or like yeah, yeah that Jalen is Jalen Rose is also with them or whatever. Yeah, like all those. Right. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch the NBA on TNT that, but I know enough that no, that's what they're spoofing off of, right? But Isaiah's overacting. Uh, it like steals the show. <laughs> it steals the show every time. Like. Um, what he's almost he, like Stephen A. Smith, right? Yeah, well, he had like he had like a great line last week. He's like, he's like, he's like, you're an elite dick rider, elite dick rider without a license. Like, you know what I mean? yeah. like it's just so it's so over the top, but it's so funny. And like, he Garcia stole just, that from uh, from Stokely Hathaway's line, right? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> he said that in that pro- that video package. But he just like he rides that line of like just just funny, funny, and then not to mention. Um, like Daniel Garcia just trying to be like the straight face like guy, like you know, like the comic relief, like just trying to pull it back. Playing in. devil's advocate, right? They yeah, each yeah. had a side <laughs> to argue and they both like do such a great job of being so animated about it. And they just like superimpose the clips like above them. Yeah. <laughs> from the matches. Oh man. And they do they do like a real sports style breakdown. I've loved the whole like NBA tie-in to like this best of seven series with the elite and everything, because they're such like basketball guys. Yeah. Right, because they did the Toon Squad thing and they came out with the basketball gear and everything, right? Well, not to so mention it totally the shoes, fits right? in <laughs> in the shoes. Yeah, 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 God, yeah. It's kind of shown Garcia in a different light, honestly, frankly, because he wasn't really ever on BT before this. I don't ever not remember. Not so him. much. Yeah, not so, not so much. So it's it's nice to have him like kind of get like a little spotlight. You know what I mean? Because if you want him to be like a bigger star, like you kind of want him to be on yeah. every product that AEW has out there, right? So. Cassidy always cracks me up. I love Isaiah Cassidy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's so funny. I think Cassidy has his own podcast that, uh, too, or uh, YouTube series as well. He, I, I heard, yeah, I heard he's got a, a vlog or whatever, yeah. He does, and I do watch it. It's still really good. I, it's just like it's kind of finding its own footing right now. So he's trying to figure out a new style. So every episode's a they're similar, but they're a little different. But he has like, he's going like for the more like old school like YouTube approach where it's like, less editing more like just real time like this is what's happening and like very smash cut like but it's like a like a longer form like his episodes are always guaranteed like 30 minutes right so it's like you know it's it's a little different and it's all just about him like he doesn't really have a lot of bits or anything it's more just you know just real life what's happening so i kind of like that too dig it yeah yeah but also, we have Randy's second favorite wrestler, Ryan Nemeth. Uh, he he came back with, you know what? I'm going to be honest, not that great this month. But he did have, at the very beginning of the month, he had a spot where it was like uh, his acting classes with Ryan Nemeth. Yeah. He did, he did two of them this month. And the first one was funny. The second one, not that great. But the first one, um, he had Milk come out. And I never noticed this about Milk. Is that he has like a... 
He has a sleeve on his left arm, and the sleeve on there is all horror villains. So yeah, he had, like oh, Pennywise really? the Clown and stuff like that, and like uh, Michael Myers and stuff like that. That's kind of cool. I always like like when they when a sleeve has like an overall theme, like tattoo sleeve. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I should have specified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've I've loved what Nemeth has done with his like Hollywood character, being oh, yeah. just like so like, obnoxious and like pretending like he's such a big shot and a big deal and everyone else around him is kind of just like in his way or annoying or not getting it or whatever. <laughs> well, that's, He plays that, the character perfectly. I, he cracks me up. Well, that was like the whole thing too with that entire, with that entire bit. He's like, okay, you turn and then you slate to camera, then you say where you're from. <laughs> like He's like just yeah. trying to act like an absolute big shot the entire time. He couldn't turn from his left, right? To face the camera. He could do it from the right, but that, not the left. And it was no, such that was a great the last, that was the last one with him, but that was great. Okay. It was like, but it was like, yeah, it's a Zoolander joke, right? <laughs> We've all seen that. That's how it's kind of like, okay, it's okay. not bad, but it's funny at the same time. Like. The only thing that made any of the segments for Ryan Nemeth funny this month was his girlfriend or whoever that was on the other side of that camera. Behind the camera yes. talking shit to him? Yes, <laughs> yes. That was the greatest. Cry, crying, was... crying the whole time. He's trying to take his like promo shot. Where, yeah. He was in like, Times Square or something. Where, where yeah. was he? Times Square. Yeah, yeah Times Square. Yeah. And like yeah. he keeps coming in ready to do his shot, and she's just like crying behind the camera. And yeah. He's like, really not? Did you stop? <laughs> like, cut it out. <laughs> that, that whole bit cracked me up. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, man. I will say though the entire the uh, out of all the entire BTE the Cutler cam footage has been amazing only because yeah. it's just been these best of seven matches and it's really hard to top like a front row seat for those you know what I mean honestly I honestly I still crack up whenever I see like the elite matches and Brendan's always just right there with the camera right even the uh, the false count anywhere match that they just had and the match started in the backstage brawl. Mm-hmm. You just see all six guys fighting and Brendan's like already like right in the middle of it all trying to film it. And you get like this great Cutler cam footage that you never really get in other people's matches, right? Someone's right there with a the cell phone recording the entire thing up close and personal. It is pretty sweet. Oh, come on. 5,000. <laughs> yeah. Get well, him, Kenny. Get, get him, Kenny. <laughs> Not to mention though, because uh, I forgot he was a lumberjack in that. Um, what match was it? It was on Rampage where Matt Hardy walked out on Ethan Page. So Ethan Page told him to oh. get in and beat up. I forget I forget who the match was for, yeah. but he was one of the lumberjacks on the Rampage match. And it kind of had like more of like an in-depth look of what happened between Hardy and Private Party and stuff like that and Ethan Page. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like, I don't know, there hasn't been any resolution since then now that I think about it because I haven't seen Matt Hardy on TV in a while. Yeah. Um, but it looks like Matt Hardy is kind of going against the firm, which... Yeah, that didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I would love if those two, like, like, or those three, I guess, if Matt Hardy and Private Party teamed up again, they'd be like a good contender for like a trios championship. You don't have to have Matt wrestle as much. Private Party get a little bit of a boost. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and I do miss them on BT. Those two are my favorite. <laughs> like, or those three are my favorite, right? So, I know Mark Quinn isn't being booked as much. I think that's what I was hearing. Yeah, I never see him. I don't so, know if he was sick or injured or something. Well, they even they even talk about it on like those Garcia and Cassidy segments where they're like, "Well, if Mark Mark's not here this week, but he might be back next yeah. week." Like, they don't even really know when he's gonna be there, sort of thing, right? And they're tag team partners, you know. So. Yeah, my favorite color moment though of the month was when uh, him, who was it? Uh, him and uh, uh, who's Death Struggles man? Uh, Abrahantas. Sorry, oh, Abrahantas. Right? <laughs> when Cutler and Abrahantas went toe to toe in the. Uh, 
at the beginning of the match and like Cutler just blasted him with the cold spray right yeah. in the eyes. And he, <laughs> and he did a big dab right in the middle of the ring before getting yeah. super kicked by Penta or Phoenix. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, man. So one more person did make an appearance. Uh, and that's Ryzen <laughs> appearance yeah. on BT. Yeah. And I thought that was like the strangest thing because Vicky and I have got to be pissed about his contract. <laughs> like, I don't know what that anymore. <laughs> I do miss those bits in like a more of a nostalgic Ugh. sense. <laughs> like, I guess know? so. Yeah, those were terrible. Yeah, they were. They were really what, what rough was bits. Church but... merch or whatever. What, yeah, what was their merch. bit called? Church, church merch. Yeah. Oh, so they just had one day. They were just like, it's canceled. And like that was the last time we've seen Ryzen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Yeah. Other than that, there's not really much like much else that happened. Like, because a lot of it was centered around like the elite. Um, and the elite getting Wendy's. Yeah, that yeah. was. You oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Sorry, the the Wendy's versus uh water or no, it was Water Burger versus In and Out. Yeah. And. It's hard for me to really care about that because we don't have either of those brands here. Yeah, you know I know. I mean? we're, we're, de- we're deprived up here yeah. in Canada. But when, he t- a- but when he talked about Wendy's and they said the double double with no cheese, I can get behind that because I right. love Wendy's. <laughs> you know the order, right? Yeah, you know the order. <laughs> you know the order. Yeah, it seems to be about just fast food with these guys this yeah. month. So. Yeah, last yeah. month, and, and it's been the majority for the last couple of months, I guess. It's more or less just the... The Cutler cam footage that's been the highlights of it, yeah. and hearing there hasn't been a big like uh, story that's being threaded through BT right now, right? It's just kind of footage of the elite just like acid off like backstage as 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 they always do, yeah. and then a lot of the and then like they go to the whatever Ryan Nemeth world, yeah. and then <laughs> the Ryan Nemeth verse, <laughs> yeah, and then now they got the bit with the uh, the NBA breakdown style thing that they got going on, but. But 80%... I miss like I miss the big like hangman young buck story that was always like threaded each week through like the dark order and like the sad hangman music. I haven't heard that in a while now. Yeah. We never mentioned like hangman and Moxley at the at, earlier in the show, like the feud that they got going on right now. So wow. it's nice to see like hangman doing something now too. But I miss him on BTE. Yeah, it's, it's just mostly like 70% of the color, which, which is fine. And them going through airports. So it has turned yeah. into the elite show mostly to the most part. Yeah. But it's still good for the Cutler cam. But can I get a little off BT? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the biggest thing for me on, um, for me for the whole month was, uh, geez, I just had it. I wanted to make sure I get the name right again. Where did it go? You're talking about. Pero Perigroso. Yeah. FTR with Dex Harwood, the podcast. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. Um, that was an amazing little bit. And um, Dax has been on such another level for wrestling. Now even talking about it in this podcast and saying more or less that uh, never thought anybody wanted to hear him. So definitely look that up on uh, Spotify, Apple, whatever podcast thing that you do. Because... He's just the normal dude, family yep. man. All he loves is wrestling and his family. And he talks and tequila. a lot. About and tequila. And tequila. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And yeah, tequila. So definitely take a listen to it. I think it was about an hour and 15 minutes. The whole like yeah, that. it's going to be dropping each week. His first episode was all about CM Punk and his relationship. There's lots of cool tidbits in there. And I think uh, this Thursday, the second episode comes out, and it's about that dog collar match they just had with the Briscoes. Nice. So nice. apparently he breaks that down total detail or whatever right? and he, so. it tells you on everybody that he likes in the locker room except for jungle boy and what else well cole cabana made fun of his accents and yeah. jungle boy thought he was gonna like tell him how to wrestle 
great. But it, it, change his style or whatever. He's very honest. There's lots of good tidbits. It's in very there, can yeah. it's very I guess a little more candid that uh that you normally wouldn't hear, but it's very, very respectable. So that was one of the things I definitely enjoyed this year. Uh this month, I'm sorry. The other one was uh definitely go listen to the MLW podcast, the Major League Wrestling Figure podcast, all month they've had some good shows on it. I'll give you an example of the complete history of the OSFTM WCW figures. Um, that was one of my highlights of the month. Um, the Ethan Page big news of him getting his own wrestling figures coming out in June of this year. That was another one. And his toy drive. So every year um, what they do is they put on a toy drive to gather as many toys as um, they can and uh, donations and they just do a little podcast about it as well so I always listen to it avid listener of it but not as often as I am in December so those are the two that really excited me this month to be to cool. be honest a new channel I've been watching a lot that's uh, wrestling bases they, they've been on a couple um, so they've been on BTE f a couple times they're buddies with uh, uh, PPA so yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're they're called New Wrestling uh, Legacy Incorporated. Mm -hmm. It's John Blood. He's he's a commentator for for quite a few indie uh, <laughs> a few indie promotions in the states and stuff like that. But they uh, they do a show called Who's That Gimmick on on Two K Twenty Two. So they'll actually come out and like it'll be like say based on Macho Man, and someone will be like. Um, you know, someone will create a guy and they don't know yet who it is. It's just a created character and they'll debut in like a big Royal Rumble setting and like all their buddies kind of make one. And I think their Macho Man one was like one was a bone saw. Like, you know, mm, nice. like, or like it'll, it could <laughs> be a pun on Randy Savage. You know what I mean? Like, like it'll mm -hmm. be like Ben Savage, but like it'll be like <laughs> Randy Savage's face on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so they, they do some, they do some funny stuff over there. They're fantastic, man. I watched the shit out of those guys. <laughs> But yeah, a lot see of PPA cut his hair. Yeah. And he also was on New Japan Strong as a commentator and then challenge for the belt at the end of the end Is of he? the for the New Japan Strong belt. Yeah. Yeah. That's so he was I was just saying Peter Avalanche challenged Jay White. No, 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 no. New Japan Strong. Yeah. <laughs> so he was on one of those episodes as well. But a lot of good recap and reviews of the years, especially Sunday Night Main Event, um, that did their best of and worst of. Um yeah. All over the place. So um, a lot of good listening and a lot of recaps and stuff that I forgot about and stuff that I wanted to forget about. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so I always like December for those reasons on the recaps. Yeah, it's always hard to think back of everything that happens in the year. Like one month is craziness in the world of wrestling, let alone filtering back through the last 12. Right, right. But yeah, so that was this month in December, uh, YouTube Theater overall good episode unfortunately no interview this month because there's going to be big news next month happening and trust me this month i'll have a lot of chances to get a lot of good interviews nice i just want to go over some shows that are coming up on the ontario area coming up on um this friday which is january 6th if i'm correct is that, yep. right? that is right uh crossbody pro wrestling presents uproar where SNME's own very Matt Grant will be on that card. I know who he's wrestling, but I'm not going to tell you who he is. Just go out and watch the show. Um, it will be a good day. January 14th, HWE Wrestling is back in Ontario. Go see HWE. All right, and also coming up on January 29th, Destiny Wrestling is coming to town. Guess who's going to be there, guys? 
Aiden Prince, mm. the champion. Yeah. Aiden Prince, yes, he will be Sasha there. Sasha Banks. No, not <laughs> Sasha Banks. But oh. our very own Alan Angels, the guy that we pushed and uh, actually promoted us, friend of the show, Alan Angels. Our very own. <laughs> there you go. He's so, a day one talent of yeah. <laughs> There you go. But he'll be in a three-way with our friends Tarek and Steve Mason. Ooh. So, yeah, that's going to be a definitely match to see. So I'm going to try to go there and talk to him for a couple minutes. But... Overall, that was the month in review. Do you guys got any thank yous or anything that you want to reach out to? Absolutely, yeah. You can give us a follow on Twitter at Dark Side of the E, Instagram at Dark Side of the Elite. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're on there, Dark Side of the Elite. You can also check me out on twitch.tv slash erke90, erk90, where I will be playing a game that nobody ever plays ever again. <laughs> and then uh, you might also catch us on twitch.tv slash dark side of the elite, where you could catch either myself and Randy or myself and Matt playing God knows what, maybe doing a hobby box, you know, doing some card breaks. Uh, yeah, you can pretty much catch us there. Matt, do you have anybody or anything you'd like to thank? Uh, follow me on Twitter at mroberts85 if you want. And I just want to say Happy New Year to you guys and Happy New Year to all the listeners out there. Thank you guys very much for the wonderful gifts. Those are so stick, uh, sick. I'm so stoked to see them uh, up close and personal next time I get to make my way over there, Eric. Yeah. And um, great show again today, fellas. Always a pleasure talking with you guys. And we'll be back for more uh, at the end of January. There you go. There you go. I just want to give a special, net, uh, special thank you to the SME smne network um everybody out there happy new year again to you guys i also want to give a special thank you to the handshaking team for all the support that you've given us the last couple of months you guys don't know who they are go to the handshaking team facebook.com forward slash the handshaking team go check them out they have a lot of live auctions figures everything else that helps supply some of our stuff today so yes thank you to them yeah with the smne network a whole bunch of different shows coming up in the next month new shows coming um, if you're not a Patreon, you should be signing up. It's only $5 a month. You're going to get a lot of shows already, new shows coming up. It's very, very easy. But I guess until next month, when we're going to have any bigger news, I guess come and join us. Throw the pause up. So there you have it. I hope that you like what you listen to. And just remember, you can get that show and every other show that we produce. If you are a patron and to join, all you'd need to do is go to patreon.com slash Radio, And it costs you $5 every single month. We hope to see you there. And just remember, stay tranquilo.